Bang Bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to this week's episode of Scrump and Drew's Music Box. I'm, of course, Scrump. I am, of course, Drew. And, uh, yeah, welcome back. Last week's episode was a... I've been making so many references to this Bobby Boris Pickett Elvis feud. It has become become my Roman Empire, as the kids say. And then I was just like, oh, yeah, nobody's listened to it yet. We recorded it two weeks ago. Nobody's listened. Nobody will understand, but... um, you know, much like Back to the Future, much like Marty McFly. I was just like, don't worry, your, your kids will really like that reference one of these days. Yeah. Um, yeah, now you'll understand what the fuck I meant by it. But uh, yeah, man, welcome to, yeah, welcome back to this week's episode. Uh, I got to tell you, I am like, I so, so it's one of those, like, I'm always listening to music, music or podcasts, mm-hmm. essentially the only things I listen to. And I'm definitely at the point now where, like, I'll listen to something specifically, and I'm just like, oh, ooh, ooh. I'm like, this will be specific. Like, if we do an episode about this, this song's going to go on that. Like, yeah. um, when I was picking the years for, or I was like, oh, this, this is the, there was one specific year that I wanted to go with for this week, but, like, one of the songs is like. Uh, you're going to pick it someday? No. Like, I don't think oh. either of us are going to pick it, but it's like, it's. It, it it is the one hit wonder, and I was just like, I gotta say oh. this. I was like, I was like, this is. I was like, I no. I was like, we'll. I was like, we'll 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 backtrack. I was like, it's now. Yeah. Um, what can can uh can you give me a hint of what the year was? I don't even remember. Oh, I'm gonna <laughs> see if I can I could figure it out. I mean, it was ice 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 baby. I don't think either of us oh. were gonna pick ice ice baby. No, no, no. But I mean, yeah, definitely for a one-hit wonder, though. I, I, you know, like I feel like that, and like oh, well, I don't want to keep going, but that is definitely one yeah. of those songs where we just start naming them all. Uh, yeah. No, that's definitely one of those songs where like it, it very much is a one-hit wonder because like I, I don't know anything else Vanilla Ice ever did. You know, yeah. Like I know like a lot of people say like Sir Mix a lot because of fucking Baby Got Back, but like. I, re- I remember before, like before I knew Sir Mix a lot was the person who sang Baby Got Back. Like, I knew the song, obviously, but like I knew him for my posse's on Broadway. I don't know if you've heard of that song. No, no, oh, it's really good. Sounds <laughs> like my posse's on Broadway. It's a uh, yeah, it's a really good song. And then I was like, oh, wait, I was like, this guy also does the the Baby Got Back song. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> cool, you know, yeah. kind of like. <laughs> Kind of like my first Star Wars of Spaceballs, and then I watch fucking A New Hope, yeah. and I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? This isn't <laughs> funny at all. Why is his helmet so small? Yeah, why is his helmet so small? Like, this is <laughs> that's a terrible costume. <laughs> um, Yeah, no, no specific theme with this one, though. Like, it's it's well, one, of, <laughs> one of these songs in particular is just one of those, like, I think I talked about it last week, where it's like... Uh, uh, because I've just been listening to so much fucking West Side Gun, I'm just like, bah, 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 like just fucking going around the shop, just make like, yeah. Listen, I go to a lot of these AEW shows and I see West Side Gun there, so I'm hoping I fucking can see him. Like, I want to be his friend. All right, that is my goal. Like, I, you know, it's like, uh, you know, I, I talked about it on like Monday's episode, and it's like hanging out with Danhausen. I'm like, man, you know what? Being friends with Danhausen is pretty cool. Like this is a, this is a weird, you know. <laughs> what, what is my life? Like I talked about on last week's right. episode. Like one of those. Like what is my life moment? That I'm manifesting it now. Me and Westside Gun, we're gonna be friends. 
Look look forward look. to a picture of us two together at a wrestling show coming soon. Look forward to episode 300 starring Westside Gun. I'm calling it yeah. out. Episode 300 of the PWT <laughs> cast will be either Dave Batista or Westside Gun. <laughs> um, or both. Oh, can you imagine? Like both those guys. <laughs> oh, that'd be the best. Like, you know, like that's the thing. Because like, I think Westside Gun is like my age. Um, mm-hmm. So I like we for, like that's the one thing. Like I remember the like, Cardi B. Like they asked her, she's we're, me and Cardi B. I think we're the same age. Clearly, both as successful too. Uh, she's so much more richer than me. Um, but like they asked her, like who her favorite wrestlers were and stuff like that. And she's and she talked about uh, what do you call it? Like the specific era of SmackDown in which I was also watching, and I was like, holy uh-huh. shit! I was like, me and Cardi B are me and Cardi B are the same. <laughs> we're the same we're the same she just married offset or i think she married offset she married one of the guys from the migos i don't know I, offset is the only person from migos that i know um, yeah i know one of them passed away but i don't know his name i'm sorry yeah, i don't i don't i don't know either i mean as as we've learned is uh there's a good many years there i just disconnected with music so were you disconnected with music in 1993 no, I was pretty locked in, and actually, you know, I, I, it's '93 uh, is a fun year because uh, just because. Spoiler: in two weeks, no wait, wait. This is let's see. Today is November first. Yeah. So, oh, this this actually plays in next week's episode of the Draft Pod is. Our 1993 mixtape. So the, these two songs could possibly be on the list. No shit. Yeah, you see, if nine, you know, this is November first. Mm-hmm. I am let's see, July, August, September, October. Four, five months old. About f- <laughs> four and some change. You know. Yeah. So I don't uh, think I'm listening to either of these songs. But if I yeah. was, if I was, if I was capable of saying, "Mom, Dad." Put on a, a Billboard Top 100. What's hot on the radio right now? Well, you'd probably hear um, one of these songs at least. The first, of course, being uh, by me. Trying to think, like ten years old for me. I'm trying to think where that placed me, like school wise. Because I know you'd probably be like okay. second, third grade, maybe. So, well, I started kindergarten. Four, but I turned five like two weeks in, so that's where I'm like. So it went five in kindergarten, six in first, seven, seven, eight, nine. Wait, this is I am doing this shit fucked up. So, so you're what fifth grade? <laughs> fifth grade, yeah. So, oh, this is an interesting time because we had just moved, so I was going to a different school. I was in the same district, just a different elementary school. So yeah, I don't see. I a, never, I never switched schools. I was. Uh, I think this was like a. Uh, this was probably about around the time I was getting my BMG and Columbia House tapes for uh, ten for one cent, you know, and uh, and then like they couldn't come after me because I was a minor. <laughs> like, how much money do they fucking lose out on that? I know. It's just like, well, sorry, dude. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't steal from the music industry. They pay their artists well. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, it's because people like me. That's why we have Napster. Yeah, you Napster fucks. <laughs> fucking Lars. La- La- what's his name? Lars. Yeah, Lars fucking- Ulrich. Yeah, he's right about it. Yeah. Um, 
yeah no but the, the the first you know the first song we're gonna go ahead and play yeah this one would have been again according to billboard hits huge in 1993 and of course it's i'd do anything for love by meat but i won't do that this was fucking massive i'm not gonna look. yeah was this like you you and your friends are fucking jamming to this oh fuck yeah no <laughs> It was very much kind of, you know, I think it was very much a, uh, you know, your parents rock and roll for that, for lack of a better term, which maybe we'll get into that a little bit later too, but, uh, I don't know, my parents didn't listen to rock and roll. Yeah. Well, either did mine, but like, I think it would be, you know, like it would be my friend's parents that were actually, yeah. This is, this is probably, I, I feel like this was probably big at a lot of school dances and fucking, I mean, Isn't I was too young for that. Or like school dances and fucking, uh, you know, weddings, maybe. I never went to any school dances. I got like asked no. to go. I just, I didn't want, I, I never did anything extracurricular. I was the opposite. I never got asked to go, but I went to school dances. <laughs> <laughs> you I, just loved, I just love to boogie. You and Wes's brother? <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> now, well, like when I was in like elementary, like grammar school, there was there was never any like dances or anything like that. Oh no, yeah, I mean there wasn't for us either. But I'm just saying, like, I imagine at this time, like homecoming that year, this was probably like the big fucking everybody with their giant hair. <laughs> yeah, like again, like I had friends that would go to shit like that, but like. Yeah. I remember I went to like maybe one or two football games and I was like, man, Lakeview's football team fucking sucks. And I just <laughs> never went back. Like our school was not good at sports. Yeah, ours was terrible too. Yeah, so I just never I don't know. Like I wasn't like fuck school, I hate school. Nah, I enjoyed it. I just like It's like I think it was last year, or the year before, like this that's the school I went to, they actually made the playoffs in football and I was like, What the fuck? Like like what happened? Like it's how did that happen? Because like, we were always like we were always the guaranteed win in your league. You know what I mean? It's like no matter how bad you were, you're like yeah, at least we'll beat Lakota. <laughs> I think when I was I was a junior or a senior. I was like a junior or senior. Like the baseball team did like really good, and they got to like play at fucking Comiskey where like the Sox yeah. play. Oh shit! And some kid got hit in the head with a fucking ball. That was pretty fun. Yeah, well, we, like it went out into the stands, and he was on his phone, not paying attention. So, it, like, yeah. it didn't hit him hard. He was fine. Yeah. But it was funny just because it hit him. So, I'm gonna. I have two points, but I want to get to the hit getting hit with a baseball thing. So, <laughs> I recently saw this thing where it was a it was a reel, and they were talking about. I wish I could remember what Hall of Famer it was now, but he played for the Philadelphia Athletics back in, like, the 20s when they were still in Philadelphia, not in Oakland. He hits a foul ball, and it hits a lady in the head. Game stops. You know, people, like, ambulance comes, starts the car out. They're like, all right, play ball. As they're taking through through the tunnel, this guy hits another foul ball, hits her as she's strapped down. <laughs> To the gurney. I was like, that's why he's in the Hall of Fame, folks. 
<laughs> but, and you know uh, she's like, what did I do? <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, and it's not like now where they could just like give him his jersey. Like that was like, no, you have one jersey for the year, sir. <laughs> um, yeah. Like our other sports, like we we had some success with like I think like a lot of the like like wrestling. That was we were always we always seemed to always have some sort of qualifier there. Um, our girls basketball team was really good, but yeah, as far as like football, it was just terrible. Uh, I, for whatever reason, I just thought about it now. Was isn't this song about like anal or something? Like something about like I think like I mean, oh, I mean I guess it could be conceived that way, or perceived that way, not conceived, but I remember hearing something about like I thought it was uh man. I don't know maybe pegging I think that's what it was about let me see. What's it? I mean, what's I, I'd have to read the lyrics to see if it's like perceived as something else. Because I think on face value, it's about like it might have been something. I thought it was like hurting somebody else or something like that. Like, All right, I find like, an... I I love you, but I'm not going to murder this <laughs> other guy to clear the path. <laughs> um, let me see. Well, what's number two? As you look this up, hold on. All right, so. He is saying he will do anything for love. He will run right to hell and back, in fact, looking for answers. Um, hold on. In fact, this song isn't even about that. It's about a song based upon that. <laughs> Shout is out it? to me, <laughs> uh, Is he Meatloaf confessed in an interview in 2014 that... Uh, I don't know. I can't fucking. I, I'm pretty sure it was something about like him being pegged or something like that. Like why? I, this is what I hate. Like why can't like why isn't it just a straight answer? <laughs> uh, you remind me of Bill Burr right now because he always will do that shit on his podcast and he's like, "Why the fuck can't they just say yes or no? They have to like get this word, you know? They have to get their word count in. So it's like, well, you know, in 1993, Meatloaf wrote a song and it was based on." The uh, you know, blah 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 came yeah. on this album and sold this many things. Like I just asked one question. Yeah, like it. It's, I don't know. Hey, wasn't Milof like fucking like a weird anti-vaxxer before he died? Oh, maybe. Oh, old, old bitch tits himself. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it might be about pegging. It might not be. <laughs> We're going to go on record and say it. You heard it maybe here first, folks. Yeah. It was about pegging. You know, maybe this next song, too, is, uh, you know, <laughs> apparently this was also this was the number two song at the point, and it was uh, Ace of Bass, All That She Wants. Oh. Yeah. You know. I mean, this could be about anal. You know, a lot of these All songs All that she wants can. is another baby, but she just keeps... <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna get it that way. <laughs> yeah, most of these songs would probably fall into that category. Yeah. That's gonna be a game we're gonna play for the mixtape draft. Is 
Could this song be about anal? Yeah. I mean, we're talking Cream comes out in 1993. Yeah. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. Dollar dollar bill, y'all. Yeah, I forgot about this song until I was just like, oh, yeah. like, And then also, that is a nice thing, too, about this podcast is that, like, I just sometimes forget about songs and then I hear them yeah. and I'm just like, oh. Yeah, was this uh, was this also popular amongst your friends? <laughs> oh yeah, huge Ace of Base hits. I mean, you might have. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I didn't mean it facetiously. Like it's you know. I don't. Man, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I think the crowd I was hanging around with in fifth grade was very like. It's fucking Metallica or nothing, bro. Wes's brother just fucking. Yeah. Actually, so I, these are like the dark years because I I was the school I went to was with him up until fourth grade. For fifth and sixth, I went to a different school, and then we met back up for junior high, and that was like the unholy reunion that nobody wanted like because it was just like hey terry was losing her shit yeah we're both fucking psychos now because we're both like going through these weird hormonal changes and we're just fucking like yeah we can do this who's gonna stop us we're junior high we're on top of the world i remember (sighs) growing up that like the not my next door neighbors, but their next door neighbors. Uh-huh. Um, there was these two girls that who like lived there, and then they moved. But occasionally they would still come by because I think their dad like still owned the building and stuff like that. And yeah. so like my sister and I, we were friends with Jackie, who she, she was the the younger of the two. Uh, she was closer to our age. Her sister was maybe like a year or two older than us, and you know she was cool. She was like a tomboy and stuff, so she'd always be like just playing with all of us and stuff. And then I remember, like, I think it was, like, the first day or maybe first few days of high school, where it's one of those where it's just, like, again, I, I, I've talked about it before. I, most of the people that I graduated kindergarten and eighth grade with, I also graduated high school with, because it was, like, it was, like, a class of, like, 80, like, 90% of those people also just went to Lakeview with me, so it was, it was not hard in as much as, like, making friends because there was already just so many people that i knew there yeah but i remember um you know just like walking around and i'm just like oh shit there goes jackie like oh yeah like you know she, you know it's my friend like, you know and it's like oh look she's holding that girl's hand it's like oh look she's kissing her now <laughs> it's like huh and in hindsight it's like oh i don't think jackie was a tomboy she's just <laughs> gay and like it yeah. made sense so the whole time I was like, oh yeah, no, like just one of those like in hindsight, it's like, oh yeah, no, she, yeah, um, yeah, you know. Then when we reunited, I mean, that was it was just that where I was just like, oh yeah, like I also love women. That's awesome. <laughs> we have that in common now. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yep, yeah, that was Ace of Base again. I don't have much to say about Ace of Base, honestly. Oh, it's one of those like. I mean, I do. I mean, obviously, I do remember this song, like being, you know, again, kind of all over the place. But I feel like, yeah, there was a, and I feel like both of those kind of fall into that, like, kind of 
more adult contemporary stuff, even though Meatloaf is very, but that was like, I feel like that was a very like, like women love that song. Really? And that's a, yeah, I think so. That's a weird thing. Well, they just love Meatloaf. Like, like, I don't, I, maybe it was like when like the metrosexual, like that style came in. But like it's so weird to me. Like you watch things from like the night. Like you watch Seinfeld, right? And the people that they pair Elaine with uh, up with, like probably before Putty. Like Putty's probably the probably the the best looking guy. But I remember there's one where the dude's like half bald, and she's just like so in love with them and stuff. I'm like, there's no way Julia Julia Louis Dreyfus is fucking this dude. Like, like, and, like and- the the beauty standards for dudes, like change like seriously and it was just it was so weird to go back and look at that stuff and like you hear about like people like you know they talk about all these like you know like fucking you know like the wccw guys and the mid-south people they're like oh man fucking jerry lawler was a sex symbol it was like he was fucking fighting pussy off every day it's like what he looked that way like the way he looks right now for 50 years like what are you talking he, about he uh he he should have been more judicious when fighting off all that pussy and <laughs> yeah, checking true. some ids um <laughs> yeah. no I, yeah I, I get what you mean because it's one of those like like in seinfeld like yeah George Costanza, like, it's one of those things where people are just like, dude, this guy was fucking, oh my God, look at him. He was like the most fashionable one on the show and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like, they went out of their way to dress him like a fucking loser. Yeah. Like, they did every, and people are just like, dude, like, look at his outfits, man. He had drip. And it's just like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Those, th- fucking, those, those navy blue fucking Nike Cortez, man. Yeah, and, and it's just yeah, it's so weird. Man, that's a that's a good Halloween costume. Yeah, or even you think about like Kramer, you know, where it's like that, where yeah. it's just this like tall, lanky doofus with the hair of Frank of Frankenstein's bride, yeah. who was just like constantly fucking just. That was you know that was kind of something like you know like be, just because like the term seems to change for the generations. There's an episode where Elaine calls him a hipster doofus, and mm-hmm. I was like. I didn't realize hipster was around back then. Oh yeah, you know, no. Like, like you know, it kind of goes from like, like, you know, like you know, and then like thirty years before that, like they would have been called like beatniks or whatever. You know what I mean? So, uh-huh. like, there are different slangs for each time. It's like, wow, I didn't realize hipster like went back that far though. I mean, dude, like it's one of those like so. Yeah, I mean, even you know, again, I just went to go see Back to the Future yesterday, and yeah. like, or two weeks ago, uh, you know, and. Uh, with that where it's just like everyone's looking at marty and they're just like yeah what are you some oh you you uh you're a navy man right that's why you're wearing that a flotation device or whatever and it's like no he's just wearing a vest like that's all he's wearing you know where it's just like what the fuck like um like i think about i was listening like uh i was listening to a review of 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 episode three of 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 loki because they they go out they go back to like the the chicago world's fair and it's like, what if someone just showed up in jeans and a t-shirt? Yeah. Like, well, just, you know, and because obviously they're, they're dressed according to that time. But it's like, yeah, why why doesn't someone just show up dressed in jeans and a t-shirt? Like, wh- what's the worst that's going to happen? You know? He, he, he could get stoned. Probably, yeah. <laughs> um, Be called a witch. Yeah, there were, man, dude, I'm telling you, like, fuck, I should have done it. There's actually a lot of bad things that could happen. 
yeah actually <laughs> actually yes in hindsight there it's uh you know who's this heretic <laughs> yeah i don't know hey i guess the women did love meatloaf though but uh let's go ahead and get into you know and and, and to the the, the <laughs> stars learned anything women love meatloaf. women love george costanza and meatloaf uh drew this first song that i picked it's it's new literally a song this just came out a few weeks back uh the song that i picked is it's all it's uh kitchen lights by West Side Gun and Steve God Cooks off the And Then You Pray For Me album. Um, this song is just, it's so beautiful. He's rapping about a bunch of stuff I will never experience, never have experienced, but just, I fucking love it. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo. That, that dude's gonna get paid so much money for 30 years just to come on Take a weave suit, 23,000, want to a visit, have my name ringing through the mountains, throw a Tupperware, chrome hard tips in the showers, muster Virgil forces on the wreck yard, see old the up in the tower, Dan Cook, that's when shit got sour, told him, yeah, I, if you slip I, out, I don't love the fucking just like angelic beat, yeah, I sent it over, I was just like, this is just like, so relaxing yeah because like i had heard some of his stuff obviously before this came yeah. out but it's like the first song on the album and i was just like oh. you know like it almost reminds me of the song in um uh, oceans 11 at the end like that fortune laduna or whatever yeah 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 because i mean that's the thing too with like a lot of and this album in particular like it's a lot more rap rap like traditional rap that i'm used to you know they have a lot of like dj drama on there and stuff like that um like it just sounds like one of those like gangster grills mixtapes like you know yeah i don't know like you mentioned this is very just like hypnotic just like you know the dream is like a little angel yeah, you kind of do feel like you're, you're doing that. You're like just soaring over the city. Like, pair this up with like drone footage. Well, you know what? I I have seen someone paired this up with um like a wrestling. Like, there's this there's a TikTok channel that I follow where it's a lot of like they'll pair up like wrestling matches with sort of like chill vibey songs like this yeah. it's very i'll send one over to you because this is specifically this song that they used okay yeah i think it was like it might have been for the um cody versus uh kenny versus kota ibushi match from like a few years back in, in new japan um, yeah but i, I mean again talking about like cooking crack rocks and and shit like that i'm just like it's like with three six mafia you can't relate to any of that but it sounds beautiful <laughs> see a hundred bricks on the couch yeah one of my favorite songs by him my old west side uh is 
SummerSlam 88. Like, there's a lot of the same stuff. It's like, you know, I know. I know. I know half a brick weigh like seven pounds or something like that. Or <laughs> like, yep, I know that, bro. <laughs> I mean, listen, as, as someone who's been watching as much of The Wire as I have, yeah. you'd think I would know more about, uh, you know, yeah. counting half a million in co- with cocaine underneath your fingernails, like he said. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm a big fan of West Side Gun, but after this album came out, it's one of those where it's like I've actively gone back and listened to, to some more of his stuff. Because, yeah. again, he's a huge wrestling nerd, and just the whole Griselda crew, you know, like their, yeah. their crew is just very awesome. Griselda. Yeah. I think, like, Eminem sort of, like, helped put them on the map in as much as just, like, oh, I'm taking this group underneath my wing, which, <laughs> hey, when Eminem, you know, yeah, like... It's a good person to bless you. Yes, you know, like if, <laughs> I, I very much think they'll be more successful than like a D12, you know. <laughs> yeah. oh, can you imagine if he remade my band with uh, <laughs> <laughs> with that crew? Oh yeah. West Side, Benny the Butcher. <laughs> yeah, just all of them, fucking. Uh, which I want to say, my band. It's a good song. It is a good song. Yeah. Like even even having listened to it like not that long ago, I'm like, this is good. Like I, I know we have we haven't covered Eminem yet, but Eminem's one of those dudes where I'm just like, I fucking love Eminem. Yeah. Maybe I'll drop a, a track next week. Yeah. Maybe we'll both drop a track next week. Oh. Uh, Drew, what what what's uh when you tell us about this song? The, of course, the the next song we're going with being uh. Nolan Ryan by Hoodie Allen. Yeah, so, I mean, what attracted me was the title. And then I listened to it, and this is like, this is kind of a, you know, it's a very, like, get hype song. Okay, I don't really mean to be superficial. I don't want to talk about the women in the money. Especially when you're feeling like, you know, like, anytime you, like, go through those little things where you have, like, mini feuds with people, you're like, this motherfucker, like, he says this shit to me one more fucking time. <laughs> you just you just gotta remind yourself how much fucking better you are than, than other people, you know what I mean? And then you don't have to retaliate. Like, I'm winning in life, motherfucker. God forgives. You know? That's right. Who is Nolan Ryan? I have no idea who that is. Nolan Ryan? Oh, he's the guy who did the Batman uh, Oppenheimer. <laughs> no, yeah. no, it's uh, he's, uh, a, ba- uh, a pitcher. He's like the best pitcher of all time. He's... So I will. Is so he the I pitcher who hit that fucking lady twice? No, no. <laughs> I, I will say if if you want a good fucking snapshot and it just shows you how fucking good this dude was, there's a there's a uh, documentary on Netflix called Chasing Nolan, and it's all about his like career and everything like that. And it is it's re- it's really good. But you you may have seen the one like there's a famous photo of him with like a fucking bloody nose, like while he's pitching. It's very much like Becky Lynch, like. <laughs> just like like he's still pitching he's got fucking blood all over the front of his jersey from when he got in a fight mm-hmm. yeah but yeah it's it's worth I think it'd, I think you'd at least find it interesting probably yeah like I said I'm not much like of a sports guy so you know but it's it, like Randy Johnson which I'm sure you 
I would hope you've seen the thing of him throwing and uh, exploding the bird. No. Oh, dude. Go to on your phone. Go look up right now. Just put Randy Johnson bird gift. So this Randy Johnson is probably the second best pitcher of all time, and for this to happen to him was fucking fucking chef's kiss in life. It's one of those things that like, yeah, there is a god. Oh, Randy Johnson bird gift was the the first thing that yeah. came up. So, oh my god! <laughs> yes, he throws a pitch, and halfway through, like just the fucking mathematical timing of this, like. And for, like I said, to not be like, this isn't just like some fucking guy that pitched two years. This is like the second best pitcher of all time this happens to. On principle alone, I would have been like, he he wins the game. Yeah, exactly. We're going to call it. That's a a win. But uh, yeah, so he's on there and he's like, yeah, man, like I'm second he's he's number two on the list all time of strikeouts to nolan ryan and nolan ryan has like a thousand more than him so i i i literally cannot stop looking at that fucking bird exploding holy shit I know. <laughs> yeah fuck man all right <laughs> jesus christ um, yeah, it's it's one of the greatest sports highlights of all time. <laughs> like, I'm shocked I haven't seen that more than I have. Yeah, right. Like, oh, fuck. it's so fun just to see that, especially when it's in gift form where it's just on a loop. Like, the boom, the boom, the boom. <laughs> so, just, I mean, disintegrates the bird. Oh, 100 like, By the way, he threw very hard. Like, he was very like high nineties. So, like. All of that time in is just. Dude, I literally one of the there was like one that was like super slow mo because it, it, it like I thought the ball exploded. <laughs> yeah, it looks like the ball is exploding itself until yeah. you see like the actual bird coming into frame. Like it was literally that like frame by frame by frame, and you're like, Oof. Yeah. um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, dude, with this next song, it is also not. It is not from this year. It is is from a while back. There, uh. I have a very there's a very consistent target demographic when it comes to uh, the the women in my life uh, mm-hmm. because and without hyperbole and I, I mean I mean it when I say literally literally every woman I've ever dated has at some point played this song it wasn't until about <laughs> two three weeks ago that I knew the actual title of this song but like I <laughs> I can specifically recall like being with like again that's like the, the women i have dated like seriously dated not like fucking like oh like a week or like no like the, the women that i've seriously dated i can recall being with them hearing the song like i know where i can place myself like it's it's one of those like uh again like in back to the future where fucking doc brown's like oh yeah i know exactly where i was when i you know i, I fell i hit my head and then i fucking woke up and i i drew the fucking flux capacitor yeah uh, we were in a jeep eating a fucking chicken gyro sandwich and i was just like wait what's the name of this song holy shit like it's just <laughs> hey, there's so many instances of those where it's just like yeah. if I, like um to the point and again like i posted and a lot of people were like oh shit like you, you like dance game dance? i was like listen i was like i didn't know that like i knew the name <laughs> i knew th- i knew this name forever i used to endlessly like mock one of like my girlfriends because she like i was like dance game dance that sounds fucking stupid like fucking do they dance like oh my god just the most you know and like at work too like when like it'll come up on there's like a a, a playlist that 
uh, all like the Spotify guys have, all the printers. Um, but of course, the song I'm going with is Uneasy Hearts Way the Most by Dance Gavin Dance. Um, off their Dance Gavin Dance self-titled album, uh, which the cover art is uh, um, the Death Star. <laughs> but like, yeah, there's so much of like this music from this era that I just didn't listen to. Like, of course, if I was listen- if I listened to it, it was because like the women I was like with at the time were listening to this, you know? Yeah. And so like I listen to this, and this brings me straight back to like fucking high school, like you know? Because I'm just like, oh yeah, this is like you know you talk about. You know, like, they're all in their scene phase and their rocker phase, and I'm just like... <laughs> That's why, like, literally, I like, can't when I, like, rediscovered this song, like... And I discovered this song, I rediscovered this, like, earlier in the year. But, like, even then, like, Cindy never told me the name of it, so I was just like, oh, okay, like, I, I know the song. Um, but then I was just like, oh, sweet. And I, I started to listen to more of, of this group. Um, I think the... The lead singer's since been canceled. Uh, yeah, but like, you know, it's fine. <laughs> I just discovered him. I'll wait till I catch up to you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like Johnny Craig did what? Canceled. You got about 15 years to enjoy him before you find out he got. Oh, yeah. yeah, that that's that's gonna be my rule of thumb. 15 year delay. Yeah. That's the that's that's my rule of thumb. In 15 years, I'll be like, you guys hear about this Johnny Craig from Dance Gavin Dance? Um, by that time, he's like made this like huge forgiveness tour, and like he's like doing all these things. Like he's now like an ambassador, like just a really good. Oh, so like, so here's my favorite part of the song, which was like the one thing I always remembered, where it's like. Specifically because, like, a recurring bit that I would have, uh-huh. uh huh, <laughs> that was like it sounds terrible, but it was just like if I like, um, so like with my last girlfriend, you know, I was like one of those things where it was just like, oh, we met on like Hinge, and she was just like. Man, it sucks that we don't have a better story on like how we met, you know. And I was yeah. just like, well, and after listening to this song, like, I remember we're in her car listening to this, and I was like, well, no, there you go, there's our song. I was like, what? It was like, yeah, it was like, um, this again, despite the three-year age difference, I was like, no, no, no. I was like, our story will be that that like uh, we went to elementary school together, and <laughs> and and when I was. 11 and we were in six, when I was in sixth grade when I was 11 you know like we really liked each other we were best friends but then you transferred out and never got to see you again and then we reconciled and then we listened to this song and it played like some fucking story you know yeah but like that was that but like whenever anyone be listening to the song I would, it was always just that part where I was like she smells like heaven like what the fuck <laughs> best friends it's for 11 and like yeah now nah, that's just like again as far as I know, this song was called Best Friend Since We Were 11 for, like, <laughs> the longest. But, um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm enjoying, I'm, I'm going to enjoy the next 15 years before uh, Dance Gavin Dance, or at least the lead singer gets canceled. I don't know for what, but God can only imagine. Um, <laughs> uh, which one do you want to go with, Vex? 
Uh, let's go with uh, a little bit of Caven. Caven, all right. It's very, like, rock-heavy episode. Yeah, Caven, this, this album in particular, um, this is the song Jupiter on the album Jupiter. Um, By the band Jupiter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they were, like... It was one of those things where we, it was like the group, our group of friends, like we went to a show to see another band and these guys were playing and we all walked out like, well, we're, that's everybody's favorite band now because <laughs> they, they were so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, just so fucking tight. And it was, su- they were put on such a good show and it's like this album in particular is just I, I'm surprised it still works. I honestly, well, especially at this point, I don't know if my album would work. But like, if if it included digital plays, like I'm surprised these files still work because it is like it's uh, it's such a big part of my fucking life. This album and it came out in, what 2002, I think. 2000 is what it says here. Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I've been I I go through that phase about once a year where I'm like, oh yeah that album and then it's just in my like the only thing i listen to for like a week straight well like <laughs> oh no I, i'm with you right there that's yeah there's been me these last few weeks with like music i've rediscovered yeah. um no i didn't see i don't like when i was younger so now that i'm older when i go to live shows i'm definitely much more of like uh i want to sh- like the show you know doors open at eight you know the group comes out at 10 i want to be there at 10 like i just yeah you know i'm like i don't want to fucking be here for the and it sounds shitty because i've discovered so many groups like that way through through the openers and stuff like that yeah but i don't know just sometimes like it's hit or miss like sometimes it's that you walk out going holy shit that jupiter fucking song that was fucking dope and then sometimes you're just like there on your phone just like you know like i remember uh-huh. i remember specifically there was a uh, it was an atmosphere concert and i got there spe- again i used to fucking get there as early as possible like i would leave work at 5 30 get to the venue despite the doors not opening for another two three hours just because uh-huh. i wanted to be the first one right dead center of fucking stage yeah um and I remember one of his openers. It was like a two-night show, and he had two separate sets of openers for both shows. Um, and one of them was fucking awesome. I think one of them was Sage Francis. He was fucking dope. The other one, I didn't care for the fucking dude. And I remember like just being on my phone and him, us making eye contact, and him just like giving me a look. And this is what, like I felt so bad. I just put my phone away and just like listen to your front row center (laughs) yeah like that's one of those things where it's like when you're sitting right there and again like we have friends that are musicians i'm sure wes is listening to this right now going buddy what are you fucking do you used to be a musician you know like it's one of those i was younger then so i I would have played just to you dude like that's what i would have done i would have been like fuck everybody else i would have been like I would have been in your fucking face just screaming, whether you hated me or not. Like, that's what I, because I had those things. Like, you could, I remember doing those things because I was like, I mean, I'm a fucking troll wherever I go. Like, especially if you give me a fucking microphone and 
a place to fucking move around. Like I would, uh, yeah, man, I would absolutely like you could, I could always tell like the people that are uninterested, like, yeah, we're, I'm not here for you. I'm here to see whoever the fuck's coming on later. And I would be fucking, they're going to have a story to tell about that opening band, <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> like this guy wouldn't like, he just, he was screaming three inches from my fucking face. What was their name? <laughs> yeah, and like, and again, I, I wish I could remember who it was, mm-hmm. but I don't even know. Again, it was so, it was so long ago, yeah. but I just I, I just remember that, you know. Um, although I, at the concert though, the the one cool thing was that like, uh, so because I was front row, like at one point I looked over to my left, mm-hmm. and there was this one girl, like, and she and when we were in like sixth grade, we used to be best friends. Uh, but then she moved away when we were 11 and then I saw her there at the concert and I was just like, wait, no, nah, it's just a reference to the song from before. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry. 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 Steve grows weed. I'm just, uh, was, it's called a callback. It's calling back to another story. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I told, I feel so bad though about having done that to that fucking person. And again, I wasn't like, I was being mean. Like, yeah. you know, it was just like, I just wasn't interested, but like, no, with, with shows now, like if I can, if, if you tell me this, like the show again, doors open at eight, they won't be out till 10. I'm like, okay, is there, is there an old guy section that I can sit in where I can just show up at 10? Like, yeah. And you know, and to tie this into wrestling, you know, I don't, if, if, if the fucking crowd is fucking, you know, if it's fucking Randy Orton and Sheamus out there and their fucking crowd is chanting everything but them, like it's, it's not on the crowd. Win them fucking back, bro. Like dude, it's your job to win them back. I talk. Yeah. Like I've talked about that before. I remember, uh, I think it was at, it was at forbidden door Mm -hmm. and it was the acclaimed and whatever, fuck whatever tag match the acclaimed within. I think it was like them, along with like swerving our glory and someone else it was like maybe like another two teams but i remember like no one giving a fuck about that match and then that's when like the oh scissor me daddy started like they won the fucking crowd over like everyone wanted the acclaim to fucking win after that and like that was like a big turning point for them and it it was very much that where it's just like yeah like you got to win them over and i I get you can't you can't do that with every crowd no but like yeah, man. I but mean, if you're fucking, you know, if you if you're fucking, you know, fucking rest hold for, you know, five of the eleven minutes you're out there, that's not on the crowd. <laughs> True. Yeah. Um, do this next song. <laughs> so I mentioned to you, this is now ten ten episodes in. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Eleven, I guess, if you count the fucking uh, uh, the pilot episode that we did for it. This song has been on my list of songs to use since day one. And we're just now finally getting around to it three months later. Uh, but regards, it's one of my favorite fucking songs. It's Again, 2005 is a pivotal fucking year for me. Um, yeah. In that that is when I get super into 3-6 Mafia. I'm not, we're not, we're not listening. This isn't going to be 3-6 Mafia, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but it's just one of those, like, again, I, like I always knew they were, but it's not like till 2005 when Stay Fly comes out that I like limewire their entire discography and i'm just like yeah. what my god when the smoke clears fucking the end <laughs> like it's all that fucking shit so good um but i remember there being another fucking song because at the time like 
I was big into writing. Like, I wanted to be a writer. I wanted to be a director. I wanted to be an astronaut. I'm terrible at math, so I can't be an astronaut. And writing and directing, like, kind of go hand in hand. Like, I would like to write a children's book at some point. I think that'd be fucking, like, pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, just a book in general. It doesn't have to be specifically oh, geared towards children. Um, should write a, we, we, should, we should write a fucking PWT cast children's book. We should open up a bar. <laughs> uh, you know what? There's actually a few years back... Uh, uh, there, uh, when uh, Vinny, he's done a, a um, uh, Tales of the Cryptic Closet. Mm-hmm. He did three issues. Um, yeah, I believe I have them. Yeah, I, I have. I have two. <laughs> well, I specifically have two of them. Uh, I was supposed to be involved with the third one. Uh, me and a, me and another person were supposed to be heavily involved with the third one, but then I got then something happened with uh, with me and one of the writers, uh, yeah. and so I was not featured. In the third one, I would gladly be featured in a fourth. If yeah. hopefully yeah. we should write yeah. a comic book, I'm friends with Julio now. I think fucking, yeah. I think he, he he maybe I don't know, yeah. but uh, regardless, again, so 2005 just a very pivotal year as far as just like discovering just a bunch of new music as well. Because again, prior to that, it was like whatever commercially was just on the radio. But I think that's also when we got cable and we had like on demand Comcast, so we were able to like just watch music videos and watch like MTV and just, cause back then they used to play music. <laughs> um, not as much as they did, you know, before, but yeah. they were still sort of playing music and stuff. Yeah. And this is one of the songs that I discovered where I was just like, they fucking stole my idea because, uh, in my mind, uh, I written a story, I'd written a story that was essentially, uh, inception, but in my mind, it looked like the music video for this song, which, of course, is uh, Feel Good Ink by the Gorillas. Now, am I saying that the Gorillas and Christopher <laughs> Nolan stole a fucking an 11 or you know, what, a 12 year old's ideas? Yeah. Yeah. You are. That is exactly what I'm saying. And I will come for them. But in the meantime, let's fucking play Feel Good Ink by Gorillas, which yeah, I fucking love this song, dude. So, yeah. And. We talked about this before on, I don't know, maybe like a year ago now, six months ago on the PWT cast about there's a live show that they did. Um, and I actually found it. It's on YouTube. I think it's just called like Gorillas in Harlem or something like that. Or the Gorillas at the Apollo Theater. Mm-hmm. And I actually just, because I know our friend K.A. is not a big Gorillas guy. And I sent him the link to this, to that thing, and I said, hey, I know you're not a Gorillaz fan, and I'm not saying you're going to like them after this, but I think you'll get it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And so what they do is they play through this album, and like, he, like I think Quinn Eastwood's on there too, but like they, they're they kind of just background shadows, like the actual band. Like they just kind of like do the, that whole Kill Bill thing where it's, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just the silhouettes. But then they have the features out front. So oh, like, and even, even like the like the song that like Dennis Hopper is in, like he comes out and <laughs> fucking like does the little like tail of the tail of the monkey's head thing. Uh huh. Like, like it's cool as shit. And like, I, so it's like they they're literally featuring the features. Like they're the main acts, which is really fucking cool. And Kevin, like, he hit me up. He was like, he's like, yeah, man, that's actually really cool. I really, I do like that. So. He was like, stop like, sending this to me. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, maybe it was. Maybe. It was. Yeah, that yeah, was great, buddy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was. Uh, 
um if, go check it out like I said, it's it's free on youtube now so it was one of those ones where you just <laughs> i want to say it was like access tv was like it used to be like it used to be palladium where it was just like concerts and shit Dude, I'll, I'll, I'm definitely like, listen, you're speaking, and I just wanted to fucking check this out. Like, that sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But I just remember flipping through one day. I was like, oh, gorillas, I like them. And I fucking watched it, and I was like, oh, this is fucking dope. Yeah, they're fucking. What's his name? Damien. The. Damien Abraham? <laughs> yeah. No, it's like Damien something or Damon. So, what, yeah. the fucking the, the main guy, like. Because he, he had a. Blur. Yeah, he had a band before this, and I was, you know, the woohoo. I had no idea until I saw like a video, and it's just like the con, like just good realism as a concept. It's just such a fun fucking idea that like I don't know if it's been imitated since then, but I I don't think you know I think it's one of those like there can only be one Undertaker. You know, right. like you can really only do the Undertaker one time. There can be things similar, yeah. But you're never gonna do the Undertaker again. And yeah. Gorilla's very much in the same. Where listen, I'm sure someone right now is like, "What about the Purple Biscuits?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sure the Purple Biscuits are great. <laughs> and then who is this right now? Fucking, I was fucking uh, doing the fucking. Uh, I think I think that's Deltron. Yeah. Like, it's fucking, I don't know, it's just, and the music video, like I'm telling you, it's such fu- so trippy and just, uh, I love it. Again, this is one of those songs that, like, whenever it comes on, I'm just like, I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. I, I, I am shocked because I don't think I've picked the Gorilla song yet either. Like, it's kind of, I mean, there's a lot. Right. It, 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 yeah, maybe that's why, but it's, I'm surprised it took us each this long to, to get one out there. Uh, yeah, I, again, I don't know. I, I fuck with them. And again, like I, like the, the uh, Damien or is it Damien or Damien? Um, I think it's Damien. I'll, I'll look at it right now, but I'm looking up something else. So. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, yeah, I'm trying to see Damien, Damien Alborn. Uh, yeah, like it's, I've seen, there's a lot of like interviews and stuff with him that it, it's always he's just such a fucking weird eccentric guy that like you know <laughs> yeah. i'm like yeah of course this fucking this this weird british dude would fucking uh you know come out with this because yeah because he uh yeah i mean i think he goes directly from fucking um what do you call it from blur to to this yeah, I think this was just like uh, shit he was writing on the road and stuff. Like, just like yeah, I was just fucking around in a tool a tour bus or whatever. Like he was just writing this shit, and then it ended up being fucking huge with, like, like with Clint Eastwood specifically. So yeah, and in 2020 he was granted Icelandic citizenship. Oh, good for him. Yeah, he visited the country in the mid 90s for recording as well as on holiday, and subsequently bought a house in uh, Reykjavik. So. Good for old Damon. Um, all right, and so with this last song, uh, it's going to be like a very rock-heavy episode on, on this. Uh, the song uh, "Lola Montez" by Volbeat. Yeah. Feel the fire 
Like I said, this is kind of... I, I said that about, like... Like, I feel like this is very, like, dad rock. But for some reason, like, I, my my brother introduced me to these guys, I don't know, like, five, six years ago. Oh, yeah, this like, is very dad rock. Yeah, and I was just like, man, I was kind of like... I just kind of dig the bluesiness of it and everything, but... I don't say, I mean, not really bluesy, but yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I really like it. And this, this song in particular, you know, kind of about when you're, when you get under the spell of a, an attractive woman. We've all been there. <laughs> Shout out Lola Montez. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, when you sent it over, this this was the one, this was the one too that, I, I, this one I only listened to the one time, the other. Yeah. I was just like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and it's funny, because this is a 2013 song, but it definitely, like, if you told me it was like a 2003 song, like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, this is you know, this is I'm sure I'm sure Jericho has played with these guys, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Old Judas. Yeah. Now that I've betrayed everyone I've ever loved, right. I've pushed them all away. But yeah, I don't know, man. I just you know, in in the mood for this song and. I can't. Now do I fuck with it? Yeah. But I don't think, uh, you know, I don't. This might not be one that Steve Feast is like, yeah, bro. But, you know. Maybe. Like, maybe it is. I listen to stuff, other stuff too, I guess. <laughs> it's always one of those ones where it's like, like, man. You get those bands, you're like, do I want to tell people I listen to them? <laughs> See, like funny enough, I've never, I've never been that way. Like, yeah. it's, it's one of those. Like, I always hear like guilty pleasure. I always yeah. say like, I don't find guilt in anything that brings me pleasure. Yeah. Like, I'm not, like. Oh yeah, me. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I guess it. <laughs> like with my, uh, like with my therapist. Like sometimes he'll be like, oh yeah, like if you want to talk about that, that's fine. Like I don't know how comfortable you are. I'm like, dude, I tell you everything. I, I overshare. <laughs> Yeah, like you are the guy I'm gonna overshare with of anything. Um, like I get deeper than this in the podcast. Yeah, I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, yeah, no, I already told this story twice on the podcast. Um, yeah, no, but with like music, I don't know. That tends to be just one of those things where I'm like, I don't know. I, and again, I get, yeah, like some people are just like, I don't want to fucking. I'm like, no, I, yeah, like, how, like, when was it? like? So I remember when Succession was come when when it was still out. And there was a, the the scene where they go uh, karaoke with Connor, and he's singing to fucking famous Blue Raincoat. I remember people were yeah. like, "It's such a sad song." I was like, "Yeah, I love that song. I listen to it <laughs> constantly." Like it's one of those where I'm just like, "Sad song." Like literally, I remember getting tattooed, and uh, Jen, my tattoo artist at the time, she was just like, "What should I put on?" I was like, "Put on some Leonard Cohen." And we were like in this like tattoo shop. Like mind you, it's like. A, a biker owns it, so it's decorated as such. It used to be a funeral home, so it's decorated as such. Okay. And just blasting some fucking famous blue raincoat, some <laughs> Leonard Cohen in there. So it's just like, which you, I think I'm gonna, I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spoil it a little bit now. I'm gonna play that next week. I really love that okay. song. Yeah. 
I'm constantly talking about Leonard Cohen. Leonard, Leonard Cohen is my Roman Empire. Remind me in a week when we record uh, that I'll pick a sad song to you. I'll, oh. I'll meet you. I'll meet you there, buddy. That way, you know. Perfect. I mean, I have wanted to just because I love the song "Hallelujah" by Leonard Cohen, but I'm just uh-huh. like I don't want people to think I'm like depressed or something. You know, <laughs> I'm like yeah. it is just. I'm like no, it's it's a it's a fucking just a great song. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So again, you know that that was a that was a music box this week. Um. Oh shit! I'm trying to think. I was like, sorry, where it's. I'm trying to think of what what's going to be dropping on the Patreon this week because uh, uh, this is November first, right? Uh, Coco. Yeah, so Coco. Yeah, so this Friday will be uh, myself and Drew talking uh, Coco. Yeah. We get a, which on it, which in itself becomes a little bit of a of a music box episode. It does. Yes. Yeah. At a, at a certain point, you know, we we, of we 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 talked about one of the songs on Music Box before, so yeah. You know, it's just, just it's, a, it's a great movie. Um, but yeah, so uh, head on over, yeah, to patreon.com for slash pwdcast. Sign up for the Patreon. So again, you can hear myself and Drew talk uh, all about that. And well, again, it, it is a brand new month. So this month, uh, myself and uh, Drew talk Coco, myself and Steve Feast talk The Avengers. Because I, I wasn't going to fucking do that Captain Marvel movie. <laughs> like, no, fuck that. <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe I'll go watch the Marvels. I don't fucking know. Uh, myself and Vivian Urbina do Happy Gilmore. And then uh, to celebrate Thanksgiving, myself and Rachel Sayarto talk The Adams Family Values. Oh. Uh, yeah, this should be a fun month. Um, as well, again, two episodes of Scrum's Detective Agency thrown in there. Um, and uh, I don't know depending on time maybe an episode or two of the discussing brothers um so yeah long long month ahead of us again it is it's it's almost it's almost black friday time which is uh terrible well great for us but also terrible for my social life so knowing me i'll 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 probably book a bunch of podcasts and get a girlfriend and try to (laughs) juggle all of that with work because Why would I make it easy for myself? Uh, Drew, what do you guys got going on this week at the draft pod? Uh, oh, I talked about it earlier. The uh, 1993 mixtape. Fuck yeah. Love with, 1993. Uh, 93 till infinity, baby. With uh, old Ben Center. Biff, Biff himself. So Awesome. Yeah, it should be. It should make for a fun episode. Um, well, shit. All right, guys. We've been fucking chatting long enough. So, yeah. Uh, for this week's episode of Scrum and News Music Box, uh, I've been Scrump. I've been Drew. And this is this girl that I, I met when we were in like sixth grade. We both <laughs> fell in love and then she moved away. But then we yeah. discovered each other later and I was just like, holy shit, she smells like heaven. We've been best friends since we were 11. Uh, and her name is Lola Montez. 